Well now, James, they've changed the regulations concerning the air boxes and the wings, and yet you're still extremely fast. How do you do it? Big balls. And welcome back to the Hot Lap, where we had a not very exciting Grand Prix. It wasn't, was it? No, Verstappen made it exciting. Nico Rosberg and Lewis Hamilton made it very unexciting. Well, Hamilton's inability to, to get near within, within more than half a second of Rosberg made it quite boring. Um, uh, and then, obviously, Ferrari's inability to challenge Mercedes, which we hoped would happen, made it boring. Um... And that's about it. But then that kind of like, other than three races, this race summed up the other, what, 15 or so races of the season. Uh, yeah, I think you could say, uh, you could say, couldn't you, that did we expect a decent race in Brazil? Yes, we did. Yep. Did get one? No, we no, didn't. No. Did it match the rest of the race, pretty much the rest of the races of the year? Yes, it did. Yeah. Um, are we disappointed? Yes. But... Um, and uh, and then of course the next question is and are we going to end up finishing the season in similar circumstances? Probably. So uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm sort of losing the will to live, really. Well, I, I mean, I, I said to you the other, the other day, I, both of us almost seemed. I'm always sad when the season ends, but both of us, I think, there's kind of like a relief that the season's ending too. And and obviously, you know, next year is full of hope that it's going to be different, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and the thing is as well, which doesn't help, is now a lot of the drivers or the press are getting quite bored and, and asking various people what they think of the format. They're all turning around going, yeah, it could be a lot more exciting. And then, of course, what we had was the Race of Champions uh, last weekend, yeah, which of course sort of showed all these sort of Formula One drivers or ex Formula One drivers, uh, DC, um, and kind of gone. This is a great spectator spectator sport if you get the format right. Obviously, race of champions is completely different, but the point of the matter is that you can have all these decent drivers in machinery and still create. A an event that everyone would want to go and watch and everyone would want to see on TV. Well, you say that, and I don't know, a lot of people are saying, for example, WEC is very exciting at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of people saying that, you know, the Touring Car Series is very exciting. I, I don't, I never like the weight bias, the success ballast, as they say. But, I mean, I've never, I've, I think Touring Car, throughout the years, have had, they've never had uh, boring races constantly, have they? When you look at the whole season, no, 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 well, well, uh, yeah. But, but Formula One has. <laughs> Formula One has, and it's the Mercedes dominance, isn't it? Because well, if yeah. you completely take away Mercedes, what have you got? You've got Ferrari second, but you could still have a Williams or um, a Red Bull challenging, depending on the race circuit. Yeah, I mean, I would almost argue you, you take away Vettel maybe from that equation as well, because basically he's been the th- the third man this year, hasn't he, as well? Yeah. Consistently. Um, and I think, I think, uh, and I think you'd, you'd get a, an array, a completely different array of winners, 
because even Lotus, I think, at Spa were very were up there, weren't they? I think with Grosjean's yeah. podium, yeah. Um, I, and it would have been a completely different different championship. It's just a shame, in a way, that Rosberg couldn't have done this earlier, and Raikkonen couldn't have stepped up in Ferrari a lot more and given Vettel a, a bit of a a bit bit more of a push, and then we would have had at least a bit more talking talking points. Uh, but yeah, right, it has been a boring season, like last year. The only plus point last year is we had a world championship um, to be concluded. Yeah, um, and we've got, well, we've got nothing, have we? No. So uh, what what could we have? Um, although it came out today, whether or not it could be improved, um, apparently Fernand- this is going to be Fernando Alonso's first year where his teammates outscored him. He needs really? five. He needs at least five points. Whoa. No one, weekend, no one expected that. Uh, no. But that's as much McLaren's fault, I think, as I've done that, because the inconsistency of their car, etc. True, but it's got to be to do with the inconsistency. But then at the same time, would you always expect to see Alonso running ahead of Button? Because I don't. And that's it, when the, both those cars are working, Button has been quicker. True. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean, I think I think it was definitely in hindsight now that, like a lot of people agree, definitely the right choice to keep Jensen Button and not Magnussen for this year. Yeah, um, yeah, no, they would. They, yeah. yeah, that would have been a big mistake, I reckon. Yeah, and obviously for next year. But I, I've got I, once again McLaren. I mean, they lost Tag Heuer, haven't they? To Red yeah, Bull. That's been confirmed. Yeah, that's shocking, isn't it? Thirty year. Thirty years. They are. It really is. People getting off the Titanic before it sinks. It seems. Oh, is, is that cut too hard? Words, cutting words. It, it is cutting, but it almost seems that way at the moment. I mean, it my, does. my favourite team. What's happening there? They're they're imploding from the inside. Who did they? Who else did they lose earlier in the year? Uh, I think. I don't think. They, have they lost Johnny Walker yet? Uh, not sure. I swore they. Hugo were... Boss. They've lost. That was it. Hugo Boss. They lost. Yeah, but then they gained the. Um... Brazilian or the Argentinian wine company that everyone's heard of. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I can't. The name's on the tongue. I can't. I don't even know. <laughs> I can't even remember. It's that bad. I know. I know. I did a lovely press conference about it, um, which is which is nice. I guess it's nice that yeah. they've got a sponsor. Yeah. Um, having said that, when you look at Mercedes, obviously it's Mercedes money, but they're not exactly they're not exactly heavily laid with sponsors. But when they're doing so well, I don't think it really matters to a certain degree. No, no. Um, McLaren still don't have a title sponsor, do they? No, but whether, whether or not, yeah. But whether or not they actually get companies coming forward asking to be a title sponsor, but they're just very picky. Yes, but can they be now? Well, well, it's yeah, it's true. It's do, do you come a point you're thinking we actually really need the money here? Yeah. Okay. Toys R Us. Um, because because this is what I've always said, and I've probably said it in a podcast before. How is it possible that Lotus still have all these other sponsors sticking their logos all over the car? Um, uh, and and McLaren is still pretty bare. Yeah, I mean McLaren almost they they, they well I was say they look like a back of the grid car with their sponsors. They are, um, mm. but yeah, they kind of look like a GP two car when you. <laughs> You look at all the sponsors, the, the lack of sponsors on them, and, and and Lotus looks very healthy. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, so, and obviously it was that was all reflected uh, in 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 the results at the um, at the Brazilian Grand Prix. 
Um, as, as we know, it was Rosberg-Hamilton winning. Uh, Rosberg first, Hamilton set. Sebastian Vettel third. And then um, uh, a good, you know, 30-plus seconds down the road was with Kimi Raikkonen. And then they pretty much lapped over... Yeah, so Kimi Raikkonen, massive, uh, you know, ma- massive difference there. Um, and then everyone else was a lap down. Bottas, Hulkenberg, Kiv- Bottas, Hulkenberg, Kvyat, Grosjean, Verstappen, it, Maldonado. I mean, standard. It's a short circuit, though, isn't it? It's quite a quick lap. So it doesn't surprise me that you've got lap cars. No, but no. like everything is, it's just disappointing to see it going that way. Absolutely. It is disappointing. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, Ricardo, Perez, Nazar, Button, Alonso, 14th, 15th, uh, Ericsson, Stevens, Rossi. Now, instead of going driver by driver for this uh, <laughs> an ultimate race of the season, were there any standouts for you before we mention our driver of the race? Don't, oh, what? Uh, not really. People keep saying Verstappen again, don't they? Oh, yeah, they, they love, they love Joss, don't they? Um, sounds like I really hate him. I don't, um, but it, I do get a bit annoyed with the um, how much attention he gets, um, <laughs> because um, you know he's. I think that's a reasonably decent car underneath, um, and if you've got a fairly decent car, you're going to go through the field quite quick. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he hasn't. He's been better than signs, but not, not not like amazingly better. But it's almost a case of, um, yes, Kvyat has obviously done better than Ricardo this year. But yeah. for some reason, um, the hype behind Kvyat, he hasn't quite, he hasn't really matched it. And I'd, ima- I'd almost think if you put if you put Yoss in this year's Red Bull, it'd be very similar to Kvyat, as in like he would look uh, average. He would look good but unspectacular. If that makes any sense, yeah, I imagine he 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 probably, to be honest, would go in the same sort of lines as if he went to Red Bull next year, he'd probably be just like Kvyat. Yeah, um, so they. I mean, I know, I know. For example, Ferrari, I've got one eye on him, and and, and rumored to be Mercedes. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, so who was your driver of the race? Hmm. Rosberg. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably, I'm gonna probably have to go Ros, Ros, Rosberg as well. He did, did the job. There was a couple of moments where Hamilton was about a second behind him. Um, had Hamilton passed him, I probably would have given given Hamilton by default the the driver. But Rosberg did the be, did the better job out of the two all weekend. Bearing in mind, in the best car that really had in qualifying about half a second in the ba- in the bag, and I, I'd imagine throughout the race probably got a good couple of two, three tenths a lap. At least, yeah. Um, yeah. He wants to. It would appear, um, uh, just moving on quite quickly from that, that the reason that he's doing a lot better is something to do with the balance of the car now suiting Rosberg more than Hamilton. Yes. So. So yeah, that's what they that's what they said. Um, but uh, the, the only the only plus the only thing plus point that Hamilton fans can take can take away from it is um, Rosberg is winning, but. Hamilton is a lot closer to Rosberg than Rosberg was to Hamilton when the balance suited him. 
if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I, and I, I feel that, you know, I think that had Hamilton got Rosberg off the start, those two Mercedes were so close. I know it was 7.7 seconds in the end, but the, throughout most of the race, it was it was so close that I don't think Rosberg would have found a way through Hamilton either. Um, yeah. I mean, the only person making passes was obviously Jos Verstappen. You know, consistent passes. And that yeah. was it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I said, I, I, I think that Toro Rosso is really, really good. So. Yeah. I think we'll see, I think we'll see um, another fairly dull race this weekend. I really hope not. I hope it's the best race ever. It's not uh, going to be. I know it's not going to be. I was going to say I hope for rain, but um don't think that's going to happen. That'd be funny though, wouldn't it? It would be good. I, I mean, I mean, talking about it, and practice has ended, and it's basically Hamilton, Rosberg, Raikkonen, uh, Kvyat, and Vettel. So not really any surprises there. And uh, Hulkenberg, all within uh, all within a second of each other, at least. Uh, Hamilton fastest by about a tenth. Raikkonen seven tenths down. So it's looking, it is looking very similar to whatever whatever Mercedes gets pulled and gets a good start is going to win. Uh, yeah, it, I think there was hope, wasn't there? Early in a bit earlier on, like four races ago, that Ferrari may have caught them. Yes, but I don't think that's happened really. No, uh, unfortunately not. Having said that, I th- I still think you need to give the award to most improved team compared to last year to Ferrari. Yeah, without without a doubt, in terms of the, the amount of time they found, um, so uh, and obviously the, the team that took the biggest step back, uh, probably McLaren, really uh, closely close there with obviously Red Bull, um, and and maybe an, a mention to Williams, who were consistently the second or third best team last year, and they definitely weren't this year. Mm. Do you still believe? Well, not that you possibly believed him in the first place, but that Alonso records at Ferrari haven't changed since uh, last year, and um, they're still just as slow from Mercedes, so they've not improved at all. <laughs> yeah, funny enough, yes and no. Uh, obviously, they've improved a lot. I, you, you know, Alonso's really, really wrong there, and he's stupid to trash his team, especially when it's a bit like your team's not doing particularly well. I'll concentrate on that. That was really silly, wasn't it? Mm. Having said that, he. The, the the other point he made is, if I was in Ferrari, I'd be in the same position as I was a few years ago, as in finishing behind the championship leaders, which he was absolutely right with, yes. But the problem is, going into... The, the, the only thing that Alonso's kind of ignored there is going into 2016 suddenly looks a lot better for Ferrari than it does for going into 2016 for McLaren. I th- yeah, I don't think we have any idea, do we, about what's going to happen with McLaren next year. We'll probably hear the usual media hype. Yep, uh, your new Honda engine. I mean, we're going to find. We really are going to find out within the first within the first couple of weeks of testing whether that McLaren's good. If it's if it's, I think if it can if it's within three or four tenths of the Mercedes, we've got nothing to worry about. I don't yeah. think it will be. If it's within a second, you think okay, they've definitely improved, but they're, they're going to be upper mid pack maybe, and that's it. Mm. So. Hmm. I know, I know. I, I mean, and obviously talking about Ab- Abu Dhabi, um, first held in 2009. It's 5.554 kilometres. Lap record is a 140.279 in 2009. Quite, quite a long lap, really. Yeah, it is, isn't it? In uh, 2009 by Sebastian Vettel. Hmm. So, um, 
And there's over 2.65 million population in Abu Dhabi, and only 500,000 are nationals. So you've got a very small country with a lot of money that hosts an F1 race. That not, I don't know how many of the locals will actually be... It's a bit like Bahrain, really. How many of the locals really end up watching it? I don't know. No, it, well, you say locals, it's predominantly expats, isn't it? So, yeah. And there'll be lots of um, corporate stuff, I'd imagine. Um, track, what do you think? Uh, do you know what? I actually don't mind it. No? No. I don't know about you. I actually don't mind it. It's quite fast-flowing. Yeah. Um, but I actually don't don't mind it at all, really. Um, no, it's all right. You? Um, I don't mind. I don't mind racing it. I don't find it very exciting and thrilling to drive. It's probably a lot more flowing than than many of uh, Herman Tilke's circuits. Um, and, and and it's quite it's and it's got very unique sectors, I think, as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but overall, I think it's a lot better when the when when it's at night. To be honest, because there's nothing to see. No, really, during the day. No, but it it doesn't it produces average races i don't think we've never i mean we've the only most notable race we've seen was about i think when kimi raikkonen won in the lotus um but that was just incidents happening rather than the racetrack making a making a great race yeah like brazil where you're normally surprised if the race isn't very good um austria always lends itself to a good race as well doesn't it i I mean you know the the shape of the circuit yeah so uh Yes, but the Asmarine Circuit is built on a man-made island, so similar to the venue of the Canadian Grand Prix. Yeah. So, there you, there you go. The uh, circuit costs an estimated $1.5 billion to make. Most successful team there are Red Bull. And, mm-hmm. yeah, three wins. One to Ferrari, um, one to McLaren, one to Mercedes, um, and obviously three wins to Vettel, two to Hamilton, and one to Kimi Raikkonen. And that's, and that's pretty much it. So, in, on, on, on to obviously then, 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 then who do you think is going to do well here before we get official predictions? I mean, we've already said it's going to be Mercedes, Ferrari, with maybe Red Bull there or thereabouts behind Ferrari. Yeah. I know we can't, we, we can go off, off, off the practice, can't we, and say what we think, mm. but I think we're gonna, we, we, we'll be looking again at Mercedes, won't we? Um, but and and probably Ferrari backing it up. I think it's going to be very similar to Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then there you go. Oh dear, I kind of almost want an upside down grid, but we're never going to get it. Where you have like a Force India on pole, like next to a Sauber or something, and then Mercedes and Ferrari back in the late teens. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I'd yeah, it'd be nice to. I'd like to see a Force India up there for some reason, or maybe I'd like to get Salba. Actually, whilst we're on, let's have a quick look, shall we, at the constructors okay. and see, and have a quick look and see where we're at and who can maybe change. Uh, let's have a look, teams, constructors. Uh, oh, championship results. Oh, here we go. Uh, constructor standings. So, who can make any difference this weekend? Toro Rosso could leap ahead of Lotus. They could, couldn't they? They need nine points. That's not a completely unrealistic scenario. No, 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 no. 
Otherwise, to be honest, it's pretty stale. McLaren need nine points to overhaul Sauber. That probably is an unrealistic scenario. Mm. Uh, and Marussia would probably ideally like to have at least one point just I'll to pop- get them off the bottom. Yes, it would, wouldn't it? But other than that, it's all pretty much done, to be honest. There's so many gaps, it's, you know, it's untrue. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad there's no double points this year. That, did that upset you last year, or, or you, you were you indifferent to it? I mean, what was your... Well, I don't... It would probably make... It would make difference, wouldn't it, right down the bottom? Yeah. But it wouldn't make a difference at the top. It'll be interesting if they... I wouldn't agree with it, but if they had maybe double points for the constructors rather than the Drivers' Championship just for that. Just for that race, yeah, to make it a bit more exciting. But, yeah. um, but 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 there you, but there you go. I don't think, uh, as you said, it wouldn't. It's not really going to make a massive amount of difference, unfortunately. No. So, um, I mean, on to uh, well, they are so on on to our official predictions. The last of the year, we did say double points to make it a bit more exciting. Yeah. What are you going with? Um, and. Uh... It's incredibly boring, but then that's how the season's going, I'm afraid. It is. What do you reckon I'm going to say? You're going to say either Vettel or Rosberg. No, no, you're either going to say Rosberg or Hamilton, then Rosberg or Hamilton, and then Vettel. Uh, yeah, it's for me, it's going with uh, Rosberg... Uh, sorry, Hamilton, Rosberg, Vettel. Oh. OK, I'm going to say Hamilton, Rosberg... But obviously, to make it different, uh, let me think, uh, Ricardo. Hmm. I'm going with Ricardo. I'm going. With, I'm going with Ricardo. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be funny if? Well, not for you. If, if there was a massive first corner pile up, um, and uh, a lot of people had to pit for tyres or front wings. And then, and then to make the race interesting. I mean, I mean, that's. I just want a nice. I just want a really exciting race at the end of the season. But uh, yeah, I don't think we'll get it. No. So. No. And will you be watching it? Um. Yes, I think. I think. Luckily, I I finished work just about five o'clock. So just on kickoff time, essentially. Oh, that's out. good for you. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, uh, I don't think you, you've got. You're working, unfortunately. Yes, I uh, will. Is it on BBC? No, I don't think it is. Well, mm. funny enough, talking about the news then, BBC might lose all their live races next year because of the cuts. Yes, which the we, well, yeah, we don't we don't really know what's going to happen because apparently they've been really quiet on what's going on there. But yeah, there could be no F one again on uh, F one. No F one on F one. No F one on BBC. <laughs> And that's interesting. I, doesn't the Concord Agreement mean there has to be a free-to-view option for F1 in, in certain countries? And bear in mind, Britain is, possibly along with a couple of European countries and Australia and Canada, one of them, the main people, that, you know, the, the big audience for F1. I don't know. Um, all I'm saying is, as a sponsor, I'd be looking at that thinking, well, that's not very good. Hmm. Oh, there's no real. Is yeah, but is that for live or there must be a free? I don't know whether it's for live or or, or highlights. I don't know. I, all I'm saying is, um, I remember looking at some of the comments and people quoting the Concord Agreement or things like that. Um, and the and the only thing I could think of is, 
um, the sponsors thinking, well, it's not live on. I mean, I mean, look for example the way boxing have boxing has gone, and not too many people care about cricket as much as they used to. Now it's gone off terrestrial, mm. terrestrial TV, and the fact that, as I keep saying, the bit when they're showing a, a live a live a live race weekend, more more people in the BBC watch practice three than they do than they do for the whole race in the sky. Um, yeah, which is obviously saying. So I think it will have. It may well. You know, definitely get eyebrows raising in F1 if the BBC are not showing it at all, or even live mm. races. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it makes the Sky thing obviously all the more all the more worth it if you can pay it. But yeah. it, it is that barrier to entry where um, a slightly family that doesn't maybe have Sky and maybe can't afford Sky because it's not it's not the cheapest thing in the world. Uh, you know, would possibly think I won't bother watching F1 entirely because it's, yeah. it's very easy. We've all done it, well, especially when we're not watching race. To look at the results and think, I won't bother watching it. It's normal again, especially like this year. One of the two Mercedes is going to win it. I won't bother watching it now. I know the I know the race results. I won't bother watching the highlights rather than mm. live. We've both done it, haven't we? So, mm. but then is it something? Is it going to? We well, we're going to end up blaming Bernie at this rate, aren't we? As usual, yeah, possible. But someone's to blame for it. Um, I don't know if we can just lay the complete blame on Bernie. I mean, I, I mean, I'd almost rather, for example, someone like ITV channel, another another channel, um, uh, man up and do, put put it because if you can get F one on the free view access, you know, a lot of people are going to watch it if the country has access to that channel. Yeah. Um, it just it just depends how much they're willing to pay for it. Yeah. I, th- I don't. Yeah. It it just seems to me. I know that you know the whole Premiership thing is done by BT Sport and and Sky Sports, isn't it? And yep. the, the amount of money that these companies have to pay in order to get the rights oh, um, is yeah is ridiculous. Um, but then there's the market for it, isn't there? And everything that goes with it. And is there a market for F1? Then do you think? Well, the way it's going, probably not. I would imagine. Really? Um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, football is... Because uh, the Ger- you know, we've discussed it before, haven't we? The Ger- Germans are completely switching off, aren't they? I'd yeah. imagine Italy's not exactly... Um, is full is full with, with uh, viewers either, is it? No, and I always think you take the Italian Grand Prix away, and I think you'll see an even bigger decline in Italy. Um, yeah. With F1. The same, probably, if you took Silverstone away. And the same, I think, if it wasn't Hamilton... Winning, uh, gunning for the world championship. It was, uh, you, you know, two foreign people that were that weren't that weren't English. This in this boring season, especially with Boston also doing so bad. Yeah, I don't. Mm. Think, I don't. I, don't, I personally, I don't think we'll see. Um, uh, we'd see. We would see a massive decline in Britain as well. Yeah, because France can't have much. I wouldn't have thought it doesn't have a circuit. No. Grosjean's about is about the only decent thing coming out of France, isn't it? So they can't exactly be full. Yeah. Span- Spanish television, Alonso's gone from hero to zero. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, when you sort of total it up... Yeah, and and um, uh, Rosberg, the lead German at the moment, um, unlike Vettel and Schumacher, he seems to be a driver that uh, not many people can get behind. I mean... Partly because I, I I don't know he sometimes he says he's from Monaco or he's Finnish or he's German whenever you know depending when it suits him um, yeah 
but he seems to be a driver that when you when you look at it, he doesn't uh, he doesn't really have much of a fan base. I mean, I mean, when, when you look on the forums and when you look on communities, there are fan bases for people like Vettel, Alonso, um, even a lot a lot for Raikkonen, obviously, even Hamilton uh, and Button, but. You don't. I. I. Maybe it's because um, he's, I'm not a massive fan of him. But I seem to think once again. I've said it before. You, there's not a massive fan base for for Rosberg. Otherwise, people would be switching on in Germany mm-hmm. rather than switching off. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, breaking news though. Red Bull have secured a 2016 F1 engine. They have. What? what Renault. Yes. Or secured a engine. Does that say? Yes. They they secured Renault for next year. Which is isn't isn't that a massive slap in the face after everything? They had no option, really, did they? No, they've done it to the. They've made themselves look very stupid, especially if if we don't have a competitive engine, we'll leave F one. Well, got news for you, buddy. F Renault is not exactly the most competitive engine at the moment, and they even slagged it off. Didn't they? they were slagging the the new upgrade off, saying it was slower, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They probably just had to sit down there and make a massive apology, um, and because otherwise they would have been out of F1, wouldn't they? I know. I'm sure that the head of uh, Renault F1 engines has very shiny shoes at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. They. Uh, it's it's, a, it's it's probably a really sad day for Red Bull because I bet you they didn't want that Red Bull that 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 Renault engine either. No. No, but they probably didn't. But they owe Renault a massive thank you because Renault are really the, playing the bigger people, the bigger person in this. Aren't they? they could have turned around and said, no thanks, you're out of F1. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, they, <laughs> so have they, they, have, have they confirmed, though, if it's going to be a 2016 engine or they'll be running this year's engine, as I, in the 2015? I, I heard it's one of their um, Formula Renault 3.5 engines. Oh, okay. No, I don't know where. I I don't know. I don't think we've uh, we've confirmed that yet. Hmm. GP two, GP two. <laughs> well, well, McLaren have got that, haven't they? So. Oh. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. But but there we go. Um, is there any other any other news that we can think of? Hmm. Let me have a look. Let's have a look. Uh, anything that's actually of note let's go and see <sighs> so uh, okay Jensen Button in the Mirror newspaper said that Alonso is more challenging than Hamilton do you agree? I'd uh... I'm not sure. Let me just read the first sentence from it. Uh, so he's gone. Lewis Hamilton is less of a challenge than Fernando on race day. Well, I mean, we've always in a heard... race. Fernando is a bigger challenge, I'd say, a more consistent challenge. He's always there. Oh, there you go. There you go. I can't possibly comment on that one. That's quite a difficult one, really. You. Yeah, but I remember when when he was um in his early years with Renault, everyone always commented on how consistently he was on a fast basis during the yeah. race, and he could pump in those consistent laps. And I think that's something he's taken with him um, all the time. Where I think Hamilton, 
um, is arguably is is slightly more consistent. Um, yeah, not not as bad as someone like Felipe Massa or anything or anything like that. But Hamilton does he does seem to have still bad weekends and good weekends, doesn't he? And I remember mm. Alonso at Ferrari, he was. Uh, he was, he, he was on race day, maybe not qualifying. He was always quite fast. He was always normally the faster of his two teammates. Yeah. Um. Um. You know, more often than not. Uh. So, that's interesting. Um. Interesting. Ron Dennis has, has come out and said it, and said he he's uh, in, in he's in mixed minds or mixed emotions about 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 Lewis Hamilton, saying you know how successful they were together, but how difficult sometimes he made it at um, McLaren. When you know, obviously they they employed him, and how he wouldn't let him do some of the stuff he's doing currently at Mercedes. Yeah, you're right. It, uh, yeah, in a, in a press conference they had with something that was almost completely non F1 related, he stated something, didn't he? Yes. Stain. Um, basically, if he was under my control, he wouldn't be doing that at all. Yes. Um, I don't. Know, fair enough, I guess. I mean, okay. But which which we all know is probably true, don't we? We know we know for a fact that um McLaren are not yes, okay, they, they certainly mess up in regards to being able to put out press releases, but at the same time, um I don't I think they'd be they're very cautious, aren't they, about telling their drive and they tell their drivers not to do certain things. Yeah. They not do. to go doing things that are going to cause their drivers injury. Not you know, sort of basically they're representing McLaren, whilst Hamilton just goes and does his own thing. And I think it's not really controlled, to be honest. No, he's not really controlled. But um, it's. I would also say he's he's now. I I think he's a better driver now than he was at McLaren. The only problem being is that is very hard to prove when you've got the best car, comfortably got the best yeah. car. You know, yeah. it's not like he's battling, for example, McLaren, Red Bull, and Ferrari. You know, and Ferrari for that championship. It's really been Rosberg, who everyone knows isn't. You know, everyone believes isn't quite as good as Hamilton, and yeah. obviously that's been proven the last two years. Yeah. So, um, I think he's closer to Hamilton than Weber was to Vettel. Mm. Uh, but yeah, but he's still, you know, so far this season, well, he's not been as good. Um, the results haven't happened. So. Do you think Hamilton could be controlled? Yeah, I think he can be, but is it a case of now? Um, I, I don't think there's too much wrong with what he's doing. He just said he, he he's enjoying his life. I think why not? But I also think that if he turns around and complains about the press, I, I do think he does do obviously crashes in the Zonda. He does do silly things um, that some people would look at would, would look as silly, which could obviously tarnish his image. And if he's going to complain about that, he knows that he's in the limelight. He knows he puts himself in that limelight. Yeah, yeah, and then and then I think and I think people do criticise him. I think it's lovely that he does what he wants, but then I think he can't turn around and, and get annoyed at that because he's put himself in that position. If that makes sense, you know. Mm, mm. Uh, and but and I think if you were now to try and control him because you've kind of let him off the leash so much, it's going to be a lot harder to rein him back in. Yeah, you, I think. Yeah, the more he goes out and does these all these things and partying and whatever, trying to then tell him you're stopping it from tonight, is, is not going to happen, is it? No, and how much of the partying um, affected, for example, you, you know, the lead-up to Brazil, the Mexican Grand you know, the Mexican Grand Prix, we, we know Brazil crashing his Zonda and everything, did that have an effect? We don't know. We'll never know. 
but it does make you wonder. Yeah. I think also, given that Rosberg is very much a family man, he's got his kid now and everything like that, um, it probably makes it, you're probably more aware of Lewis's activities. While if they were both out of control, you you wouldn't necessarily notice it that much. No, no. I, I mean, I think Hamilton, in a way, he's he's good for F1 in terms of people know he's the world champion. He's a lot more out there than I think some of the past champions, but. Um, I mean, you look at, you know, I said he's not my favourite driver, but you look at Michael Schumacher, yeah? Um, whatever you thought of him inside the car, outside the car, he was the avid professional. Uh, it was obviously, I'm sure, you know, he did talk shows in Germany and stuff, but you'd never really hear outside the car any negative press about him at all. He wouldn't really be on, like, you know, the front news pages of Heat, for example, where Hamilton might be and stuff, you know? Yeah. Mm. So... There we go. Um, so, so I, I guess last, last, obviously, but not, but not, but not least, um, Project Cars Patch Six. It happened. It has. What What has Patch Six actually changed? Can we remember? Um, I've forgotten now. You can kick people, which is good. That's it. You can kick people, people on online. Yeah. Um, that was only the real massive. Change wasn't it? I don't think anything. Oh, tyres. Yeah, yeah, tyres. They. I tell you what. I was racing uh, uh, around uh, Silverstone GP um, in the early hours of this morning, and uh, yeah, I basically couldn't win the race because of my tyres. I had one good shot at winning the winning the race against this against this bloke in a BMW, um, and uh, that was it. Once I missed my opportunity to pass him, I could stay within about a second, but no way. It was basically the red hot tyres. Even though I was faster than him, that stopped me doing it, which is good, I think, in a way, because it shows you need to manage them more. And you were saying that too, weren't you? Yeah, it would appear that you can't just simply just go out from lap one and just pump in as much um, fastest laps as possible. There has to be a time where you have to let them cool down again or, or just simply average out your laps rather than just simply just fight and fight and fight. They seem to have worked on that now, which actually... In most short online races of about five laps, really doesn't make a huge amount of difference. No, I think it only really does maybe on laps four or five if you completely, you know, like trounced the tyres, gone like maximum attack. Yeah, you know, sliding in the corners, breaking at the the last minute. I mean, it does it does pay. Uh, the the smoother you are, the better your tyres are going. To, the 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 more consistent your tyres are going to be at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you're attacking and locking up. And things like that. Um, what I've noticed, uh, the wet. I will still say, when I was playing the AI, um, we're all on slicks, and it rained. The AI is still, in my opinion, far too good in the wet on those slick tyres when yeah, you're yeah. on the same tyres, um, which, which is annoying. Yeah. I mean, it's unrealistic. So it's a bit like you're doing the absolute maximum you can um, in with your obviously current setup. You know how fast you can go, and yet the AI is. Was it at one point you were half a second a lap faster? It's suddenly one second a lap faster than you, and it's like, wait, I don't quite understand that. If I yeah. if I go faster, I'll I'll go off. Yeah. So, which is a bit annoying. I found. Yeah. There you go. Slick, they start to burn up. You're on the racing line, 
Yeah, I mean, that, that's something you've always wanted, especially even in the F1 games. Um, there's not really... that. Yeah, and I think it would be nice if they implemented a racing line of sorts when it starts to get dry. Yeah. So if you try and overtake someone on the racing line, you're not, it's, it's going to be a massive risk, isn't it? If you go offline on the slicks, or if you're on the intermediates, you can cool your tyres off and maybe get an extra two laps where you're still yeah. faster. So, um, and then of course by adding uh, 6.0 in, they also add um, the ability now that you can the the DLCs basically added to the patch, and then it's a case of just unlocking it with a bit of cash. Yeah, six pound or something, doesn't it? Six pound something. I forgot. Yeah, um, it was it was definitely worth it. Uh, I really like the uh, the Lotus cars. I'm not really going to race them that much, but for both the Hockenheim and obviously a uh, classic Silverstone, uh, I enjoy it. And I think Hockenheim really is, uh, it, it is, it is the old Hockenheim. I, I think this, the chicanes might be a slightly different. The the, the only, second chicane the only, I found the, different. The second chicane is different because that is to pretty much you can take that quite quickly. From what I remember back before they cancelled Hockenheim, it was a right left chicane. Yeah. Whilst this one is almost like a you can still take this quite I don't know, you can still take it quite quickly. Um I, so it's a proper I think maybe it must have been in the seventies that, that chicane was that. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. Because I can't imagine they've made such a awful area error ever uh, area error with a chicane um yeah. so it must have been back in the 70s that's how the chicane was no absolutely um yeah i, I mean i don't i don't have a problem with it i think it's brilliant yeah um but uh there are bugs which uh you've pointed oh, out it's, well i found most of the bugs at silverstone basically solo race uh once i finished it wouldn't it froze then I thought I had a really good race here. I wanted to watch the replay, and it was just me. Oh, <laughs> and no, no other cars. Oh, yeah, well, which is a bit of a problem as well. I've I found that I couldn't have, get my Aston Martin set up on, uh, I think Rouen, the other track that's been added. Oh yeah. Um, so I had to go into the car on the main menu, um, load up the setup. And then resave it again. That's exactly what I have to do. That's and exactly what I have to do. Do the new tracks, but somehow, and I don't know, I've lost the setup to my BMW, so I've had to do that today. Um, and hopefully that will have sorted that out. Um, so, but apparently, looking at the forums, there are quite a few bugs, and so I'd imagine there'll be a fix for those shortly. Okay. So at least they're aware of it rather than it being a. But it is quite poor. I mean, you would have thought these, given that the game's been out for what three quarters of a year now. Yes. That you wouldn't release a DLC with with errors. They would have been tried and tested. No, and they're quite bizarre errors, really, aren't they? Those ones. Mm. I mean, uh, they're kind of like errors you kind of expected. As you said, maybe at the beginning of the game. Not that yeah. you should have errors and bugs, but those kind of things were happening. Now we're, you know, well into, you know, well into it, well into its first year, um, you know, over six months in, mm. pretty much, just over, and yeah, and it's doing that, you know, no, especially when you've paid for the DLC as well, you shouldn't really expect that. Yeah. Which Sorry. is a shame. But, but quite a few people are doing, um, I've seen more than once the Hockenheim Classic Circuit online now. Oh, that's alright. Yeah, so. That's good. Um, just having a quick look now. Uh, they are for GT racing anyway. 
Donington, Silverstone, Nürburgring, Bathurst, Dubai, and Watkins Glen. They're the only ones available. Oh, okay. Well, oh, and they're currently online where people are racing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well, we'll be doing that in about two minutes. So. We shall. We shall. But um, oh, um, some breaking news. Yep. Uh, Project Cars Two have announced that Lamborghini will be in the oh. game. Oh, that's quite good. Yes. Oh, uh, uh, which apparently is quite uh, unique because Lamborghini aren't really but their racing cars aren't really in any games no they're not I think maybe in the Need for Speed possibly they've yeah. been I don't know if this current one but I've seen them in Need for Speed games for sure yeah yeah but you're right I don't think I don't think in terms of because they've, they've never been in Gran Turismo don't know under a racing guide rather than the road cars I don't I can't see them ever being in Forza or Gran Turismo so yeah I think you're right that's mm. good um mm. So, no, no more news on the Azeta Corsa release date, which was rumoured. No, we're still looking at April. Yeah, I, I, but normally, if you're doing it, it'd normally be like the, the last... Is that a placeholder? I don't know. It's just a very funny date to have, isn't it? Oh, no, it, there is a date, isn't there, on Amazon? Yeah. Amazon has got a date, but... Um... I mean, I, I, I don't think it'll be out in April. Do you not? I don't know. I mean, it really depends... We know, I know, the Xbox One and PS4 are a lot like PCs to develop for. Yeah. So, on a plus note, uh, Azetta Corsa, obviously, you know, at the moment, made for a PC, it will be a lot easier to port it across uh, than it was for PS3 and Xbox. Yeah. Um, so, the only hope I can say is they didn't really have to do that much work. Yeah. It was, it was just making sure, if you want the 60, 60 frame rate, etc., 1080, to try and make that work, I'd imagine, might be the most challenging thing. Mm. Um, and that's it. Um I mean, I mean, I'd imagine you and I would probably be, possibly be getting it on day one anyway. But, but there we go. Oh, you said Project Cars, £24, Black Friday. If anyone yes. Listens, if anyone's if, if, uh, listening to this over the weekend. Yeah, which isn't, which isn't bad, considering it's a current up-to-date racing game. Uh, it's, it's well worth the money. Yeah. Plus, all the bugs are being ironed out. This isn't like F1, uh, where they've basically just left it. Um, no, give it, no, that's a point. Yeah, that's a point. If you remember, unless I'm very much mistaken, just quickly, uh, Codemaster said that there'd have been a patch out before Abu Dhabi. There wasn't for uh, performance updates. Is is that the Abu? Sound out. We give it playing devil's advocate. Is that we'll give him We'll give him until Sunday five o'clock, shall we? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. We'll give him till four. Yeah. Um, I'll just double check to make sure it hasn't downloaded. Uh, notifications, downloads. It's not there. Oh, there we go then. Yeah. Um, so for PS4 lovers, uh, if you if you like your different cars racing, um, Project Cars really is the only one to get. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, unless you re- unless you just want F1. I mean, I mean, Gran Turismo is not out yet. I don't know when it will come out. Um. And I th- would you feel that things like Project Cars and Azeta Corsa have now surpassed Gran Turismo, making it a bit more irrelevant? I know that sounds a bit harsh, but until we see what they've got planned, I'm I'm holding out judgments. Yeah, you're holding out judgment. I mean, mm. fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, yeah, because we can only really compare it to the last gen Gran Turismo Six, which was more of the same rather than. I mean, Grand Turismo, it just kind of reminds me. It's a really, really good game, but it almost kind of reminds me of, of 
yearly, not yearly updates, but updates as if, as if you would see in the FIFA series, almost, mm. rather than anything groundbreakingly new. I mean, they don't really have damage yet, do they? No. No. Um, the AI are very average, but, um, you know, when, when, when I've looked at it, um, and it's, uh, the graphics are amazing, the car physics are amazing, but after that, you, is it wrong to say you kind of got a shallow race game? compared to something like Project Cars and Zeta Corsa and other things like that? Or is, is that a bit unfair saying that? Uh, you played 5 and 6, I haven't. Given how... I, I would say playing Project Cars is far better than Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo starts to feel a bit more arcadey because the cars are so planted. They're not okay. skittish. They're not... It, it, the cars just do feel really... Yeah, I mean, there's obviously some advantages, like they've got the proper Suzuka, etc. But yes. it does feel very Japanese. The the cars are pretty much all Japanese, you know. It's it's, it, it, yeah, it it doesn't feel, you know, like do you remember Virtual Racer on the Sega Mega Drive? Oh, uh, Sega, yes, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Not, yeah, where you couldn't really crash the car too much. It, it kind of feels like that in comparison to Project Cars. Now that's how it feels, okay. but I could be wrong. Next year, you know, next year you never know. No, you don't. Mm. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, there you go. Next year, that's about it, really. So, uh, uh, join us. I'd imagine some point in December for our season review. I know there's going to be so much to talk about. No, it'll, it'll be about ten minutes be. long. It won't be. Uh, yeah. We need to start making up awards like like most crashiest driver. No, not really. That'll go to... Well, we all know who that'll go to. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, we'll speak to you next time. All right, then. Take care. Mark Webber has food poisoning and goes beyond the call of duty. Going to retire, but I'm vomiting. Coming here, I'm vomiting. We're going to drive. Understood. Box, box, box. I'll try and say, mate. I am, I am, I am eating in the car, but I'll see how I go.